This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of scurvy from the basic science section on orthobullets.com. Scurvy is defined as vitamin C or ascorbic acid deficiency. As far as the epidemiology of scurvy with respect to incidence, 8% of men and 6% of women in the United States have vitamin C deficiency. As far as the demographics, the male to female ratio is 4 to 3. There is a bimodal age bracket for scurvy, and this is infants 5 to 10 months of age and men greater than 60 years old. Keep in mind that scurvy is uncommon in infants less than 7 months old who are being breastfed as breast milk has vitamin C. As far as location, scurvy manifests in the wrists, knees, and sternal ends of the ribs. These are areas of rapid growth in children. Risk factors for scurvy include the elderly, especially men who live alone, This is secondary to chronic malnutrition, and keep in mind that overcooking destroys vitamin C. Other risk factors include alcoholics, smokers, and malabsorptive conditions such as Whipple's disease, inflammatory bowel disease, and cancer chemotherapy. As far as the pathophysiology of scurvy, humans are unable to synthesize L-ascorbic acid because the enzyme L-gluconolactate oxidase is non-functional. Vitamin C deficiency leads to decrease in chondroitin sulfate and collagen synthesis, as well as repair. Again, vitamin C deficiency leads to a decrease in chondroitin sulfate and collagen synthesis and repair. Scurvy leads to impaired intracellular hydroxylation of collagen peptides. The net effect is altered bone formation, with the greatest effect occurring in the metaphysis. Again, the net effect is altered bone formation, with the greatest effect occurring in the metaphysis. The defect is specifically in the spongiosa of the metaphysis at the growth plate. Again, the defect in scurvy is primarily in the spongiosa of the metaphysis at the growth plate. This is because the demand for type 1 collagen is greatest during new bone formation. As far as the prognosis of scurvy, there is an excellent prognosis if treated early. As far as the presentation of scurvy, the history usually involves an infant diet consisting of evaporated or condensed milk, as well as a tea and toast diet in the elderly. Symptoms of scurvy include malaise as well as fatigue, pain, specifically bone pain, and myalgia because of reduced carnitine production. Scurvy can also lead to symptoms of bleeding, specifically gum bleeding and loosening of teeth, hematuria, hematemesis, hemorrhage, and or iron deficiency. On physical exam, these patients may have petechiae and ecchymosis, joint effusions, swelling over long bones because of subperiosteal hemorrhage, scorbutic rosary or costochondral separation, which is an angular step-off deformity in children, and this is differentiated from a rachitic rosary, which is rounded and nodular. As far as imaging, recommended views on radiographs include wrist radiographs, knee radiographs, as well as imaging of the sternal ends of the ribs. Findings include the white line of Frankel, which is a widened zone of provisional calcification and is between the epiphysis and metaphysis. Again, the white line of Frankel is a widened zone of provisional calcification and is found between the epiphysis and metaphysis. Other findings include the Trummerfeld zone, which is a transverse radiolucent band in the metaphysis adjacent to the Frankel line. This is also known as the scurvy line. The Wimberger ring is another potential finding, which is a ring of increased density surrounding the epiphysis. A Pelkin spur and fracture is another potential finding, 
and these are metaphyseal spurs and fractures. A corner sign of PARC is a metaphyseal cleft. You may also find thin cortices or a quote-unquote pencil point cortex. Other findings include decreased trabeculae with a ground glass osteopenia, subperiosteal elevation, epiphyseal separation, as well as fractures and dislocations. As far as other studies, the diagnosis of scurvy is usually made based on history, clinical and radiological picture, and resolution of symptoms following vitamin C administration. And keep in mind that lab tests are usually not helpful. However, if you do obtain labs, a fasting serum ascorbic acid level is typically low. As far as the histology of scurvy, you will have replacement of the primary trabeculae with granulation tissue, you will see areas of hemorrhage, and widening of the zone of provisional calcification of the physis. Treatment of scurvy is non-operative and involves vitamin C replacement. The indications include signs and symptoms of scurvy, as well as chronic malnutrition. As far as the dosing techniques for vitamin C, you would typically prescribe oral vitamin C at 250 milligrams QID times one week in adults. Again, the dosing for vitamin C replacement is typically oral vitamin C at 250 milligrams QID times one week in adults. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one quick question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. A seven-year-old recent immigrant presents with pain and tenderness over the legs. Physical exam shows the gums have a bluish-purple hue with areas of hemorrhages. A radiograph shows a dense band or a white line of frankel at the growing metaphyseal end of the distal humerus and the proximal ulna. What region of the growth plate is most affected in this condition? And the choices are 1, the reserve zone, 2, the proliferative zone, 3, the hypertrophic zone, and 4, the primary spongiosa. The correct answer to this question is 4, primary spongiosa. So the clinical presentation and the radiographs described are consistent with scurvy. The radiograph described shows a dense band or a white line of frankel at the growing metaphyseal end, which is characteristic of scurvy. Scurvy is a disease resulting from a deficiency of vitamin C or ascorbic acid, which is required for the synthesis of collagen in humans. Impaired collagen synthesis in scurvy leads to fragile capillaries, resulting in abnormal bleeding and altered bone formation at the growth plate. More specifically, scurvy affects the spongiosa the most, but not exclusively, in the metaphysis. That's all for this review about scurvy. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.